Good day, everyone. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Molden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast coming to you from Gateway City Church. We're outdoors today. <laughs> I was waiting with bated breath. Like, where is this going? Sound like a buildup for a great commercial. No, we had an outdoor service today. This is a third of uh, straight outdoor service. God bless us. We had a great day with overcast, but we're under trees on the north side. And if you've not joined us, you got to join us outdoors. Our services are they're so much fun. We had the whole band today. Oh Bill. my goodness, it was, it was awesome. amazing. We've got uh, Vanessa Callan. Well, she's not Callanado anymore, but formerly Callanado. Don't remember her last name. She's married to a great guy who I got to talk to today. But she's out there singing right now, the band. And so, yeah, we had a good time of worship. Uh, and uh, yeah, Bill let me preach today. So I oh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and uh, well, and what a great, uh, great thing to preach on. Of course, as you know, it's uh, Special Mission Sunday, as Vince uh, mentioned. Uh, our church supports Eura- uh, the churches in the Eurasian uh, uh, Mission Society, mm-hmm. and we also have adopted Liberia, yes. which we're very excited about, very. Uh, helping that church out and really kind of that nation out as as much as we can and of course uh you know our local mission yep. uh er- efforts and strengthening some of our local churches and also planning uh new ones uh very soon in the heartland and, region come on now and uh and it's all because of the generosity that's right of this congregation and just uh wow what a powerful example it is but i think bro today you really gave them something so tangible something that people just naturally want to be uh you you modeled the entire uh sermon around the life and ministry of barnabas mm-hmm. uh one of my personal favorites mm-hmm. and uh man you hit us with three very practical but very important uh uh points barnabas as a man of god barnabas as a missionary and barnabas and just his generosity with his possessions literally a man who gave it all? Yeah. Uh, and so, bro, why don't you kind of walk us through the the setup here and what uh, what led you to focus in on him? Well, again, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you uh, last week preached a great message from uh, uh, Acts eleven, and I appreciate it. At the end of the as we were talking, you said, hey, "I left a little meat on the bone for you, twenty seven through thirty there." to talk about the famine and uh, just how everyone came together on Mission Sunday to be able to talk about how everyone came together. So, but Barnabas is really, you know, he's a he's an important character in the book of Acts and uh, can, can often perhaps maybe, I think it's hard to overlook him, but you know, uh, but you know, Paul, Saul shines through his conversion, takes on incredible meaning. And of course, he ends up being one of the, you know, God, the spirit uses him to write. But, you know, I, I was blown away last week. You you said that Barnabas is a guy that you want to be like more than Absolutely. anyone else. And I'm very inspired by that. And, you know, we just, uh, so Barnabas was an easy character for me to focus on this week. We look at it, we, we introduced to him back in Acts 4, his generosity, he sells a field, he pops up there again. Uh, we're talking about him in Acts uh, 11. And I think what grabbed me this time was it said he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And great numbers were brought to the Lord. It's the, all it says. It says he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, great people, many people were brought to the Lord. I'm just going, wow. I, you know, I've read that before, but I don't think I picked up on that. Yeah. Just be a great man, be full of the Holy Spirit, and great people will come to the Lord. I thought... You know, maybe that's a little bit too Western, you know, one plus one equals two. But the reality is this guy is really powerful. And I think he has something 
it's pretty incredible what he does. I love that this young church, he goes, he meets, sees all these new Christians, these new converts. The first thing he thinks, I got to go get Saul. And um, <laughs> yeah. he goes and gets his boy, and uh, they come back, and for a whole year they preach and they teach. And so, I don't know, bro, it's just, he's so generous. His generosity is, frankly, it's 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 overwhelming. Uh, he, what he gives for the mission, who he is as a man of God, how he cares about the mission feel. He's totally sold out. And you set it up really well, too, with your communion today by talking about the uh, talking about the parable, the man who found a field, uh, found a treasure in the field, bought the field, the guy who found a pearl, and then uh, sold everything and bought the pearl. So your communion was a great setup for the sermon. And then the elders did, I thought, a fantastic job. They did a job great job. Afterwards. And uh, just sort of rounding everything out. So overall, I thought today was pretty, pretty awesome. But honestly, it was pretty much a follow-up to your sermon last week in one sense. So, well, and but but in real, it, it, being in the audience, you know, for me, I think one of the things you did is that you took that simple observation: he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit, and great numbers of people were brought to the Lord. But you really went ahead and you defined what exactly it was. So what does that look like? And, you know, in your first point, you were talking about just as a man of God, he was always looking. You know, he saw the church. Yeah. He saw the evidence of the yeah. grace of God. He he was looking for someone to encourage. Because when you think of, well, how does one be good? You know, mm. how, what is what is good? And you said, what if what if we as a congregation just came to church and our main purpose for being there is not to consume, but to look for someone to encourage. What would the fellowship be like? Yeah, that's good. You know, and and I think uh, I think as a missionary, I, I mean, you really did spend some time walking us through the completely just opposite of what our instincts as church builders would be. Yeah. Um, is you got something going? It's growing, and so your first thought is. Oh, I should go share this with someone else. I mean, normally you kind of go, no, we're going to raise people up. I'm going to train them. We're going to do this. Yeah. And we're going to, you know, and I'm just yeah. going to build the part of my part of the kingdom yeah. right here. Like, you know, like Nehemiah and Barnabas had a completely different game plan. Yeah. He, you know, like you said, he was like, you know who would love this? <laughs> you know, this this overeducated boy way out here. I'm just going to go find him. And, you know, we talked, uh, you know, last week about, you know, he spent 10 months going after this guy. Yeah. You know, just completely no plan other than the fact that I just want to do ministry with those that can do ministry. Amen. And I think not only is that a great example of Barnabas, but I think even in your own life, uh, you share very candidly. That this isn't your normal kind of mo, being an encourager, and mm -hmm. I think you know. And by the way, if you want to know how do you get the audience endeared to you, and the ob most obvious answer is share something vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vince, you did that today. I could see the church just going, "No, Vince, you are encouraging." <laughs> you know, they wanted to argue. No, you're amazing. You know, and uh, Vince even said he goes, "Now I know what some of you are thinking. It's like <laughs> after right of church, I'm going to encourage them." And you know, uh, and and everyone in the everyone in the the audience was like, going, "Oh, I'm going to encourage them." <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, you know, yeah. but but I I love the fact that you kind of. You, you kind of said that, but I think the truth is is that everyone in the church sees it in you. 
mm-hmm. this this idea of sharing, this idea of doing ministry. Uh, you said something amazing that he was mo- he was so committed to the cause. He was so committed to the mission. He didn't care who got the credit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true of Barnabas. I mean, without a doubt. And, you know, there's some other cool things about him. I mean, Barnabas, even this, just Saul himself, right? I mean, who's going to believe in Saul? Who's going to take a chance? Mm. I mean, that's Barnabas. Like, okay, Saul, I don't know one else. Everybody thinks you're a killer, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's scared of you, but I got you. You roll with me, right? And then, of course, what, what causes a conflict to, I mean, we, a conflict between he and Saul is, again, Barnabas believing in Mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's his cousin, like, nah, we, let's give him another chance. And Paul going, nope, he's not going with us. And Barnabas go, well, we're just going to have to go a different way. I mean, he believes in the unbelievable. You know what I mean? That's he right. believes in those. So he really is, he lives out this, this I want to be a, a person that consoles. You know, I want to console others. I want to encourage us. And I think it's just good for us as a church to constantly be thinking about how we can build one another up. That's what Hebrews tells us. That's why we shouldn't give up meeting together, right? We come together so we can build one another up. And I'm telling you, I I think if you're you're missing in person, right? I think, you know, watching it on YouTube, we get by what we can get by with. But I want to encourage you to come, come out, come out, be in person because, you know, you, 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 a hug goes a long way, right? So anyway, I think Barnabas, that's who he is. I think you see him traveling, going to Saul. I think he gives his his possessions. Um, He's all about the mission. And you're exactly right. At the end of the day, when we're doing this rightly, then we don't care who gets the credit. It's so true. It doesn't really matter. It's just like God, to God be the glory. And look, I'm a competitive guy. You know, I haven't lost my competitive edge entirely. I'm not as competitive as I used to be. Hey, we all want some glory. We all want to feel like we're valued. We all want to feel like, you know, we're important. But I mean, when I'm thinking spiritual, when I'm in my right mind, I'm just doing this for the glory of God. And I'm not always that way, if you're listening. I just want you to know that. <laughs> but I am aware that, you know, that generosity is far better than being selfish. That's right. That's right. And you and you brought up you brought that up uh you know at the beginning of your sermon and at the end. Yeah. Uh you you can't, you gave us a great a great quote. You said generosity is giving more than you can, selfishness is taking more than you need. Yeah. And your last point, you kind of highlighted the fact of how Barnabas really embodied this very thing, but but the end of your sermon, you really kind of left us with three questions that I think are so big picture and important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of called attention to Barnabas being generous, but then you kind of went, but think about it. What was Jesus remembered for? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, well, giving his life, you know, and then you kind of jumped to the, the kind of the next level. What will we be remembered for? Yeah. Uh, you know, what is it that we can do? I took that as a way of asking, what is it that we can do that will outlive us? It will always be in areas where we've been generous. And then of course, lastly, you said, and what will the church be remembered for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and again, if we are a generous church, if we are givers, if we are seeking to build others up, I mean, we're, we're a generational church now. That means people are giving money so that other kids, somebody else's kids can be blessed. That's right. 
That's I mean, right. what an amazing thought. It is. You, you know, that many of our members or some of the, the most generous people are now giving money so someone else's kids can be blessed. That's right. And then, of course, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking, what is it that what we all want? That's right. I mean, and the reality is I think we want this in no matter what we're doing. You think about people that leave legacy gifts, if you yes. will. They're, they're hoping to leave a legacy, but there is nothing more valuable, right? To leave a, a legacy of all three of these areas, right? These Leaving a legacy of, man, my dad was just godly. I hope my kids say that. My dad was godly. And my dad cared about the mission so much. You know, he, he didn't care about who got the, you know, whatever. And my dad gave his money as well, right? You know, so it's, it's Barnabas the man of God. It's Barnabas the missionary. It's Barnabas's money. You know, it's, but my dad, he put his money where his mouth is. You know, he didn't just share his faith or talk about or reach out to people, but he put it all on the line. You know, he, he raised extra money and gave it to mission. I hope that's what my kids remember. And I hope that they become people just love God. Yeah. They love God. They love the mission. And they'll give the... No, the, the well, it's, first of all, it's not our money anyway. That's right. <laughs> the earth is the Lord and everything in it. So it's God's anyway. We don't give... You know, we don't... We talk about giving back to God. It's all God's anyway. Mm-hmm. And so our giving is more of a... It's an opportunity for us. That's right. To be blessed. Amen. And uh, so I think... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I love missions. Um, I love doing this. I think I, I've already changed uh, again in my heart. I'm going to change what I'm going to give this year. Amen. Can't preach a sermon like that and not be convicted. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just it was just good to go through that. There was probably nothing in here new for you if you're. But I do want to encourage you to click on that button down below. Absolutely. And to the sermon. Maybe there's nothing new in it, but hopefully it's just some old stuff repeated. Maybe a little bit slightly repackaged. But Barnabas is that dude. That um, he deserves, you know, well, he deserves a sermon. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and think about it. You know, here we are, you know, uh, 2,000 years later. Yeah. We're still talking about him. That's it. That's you it. know, and if you were to ask him, man, Bartos, what was the what was the deal? He'd probably say something very similar yeah. to what you said. Yeah. You know, about, well, be generous. It's not... <laughs> ours it's you know it's god's yeah uh, right. you know well but i but i have kids great <laughs> you know be generous right. uh you know well my kids are gone great That's be right. generous right. uh you know he he would probably just have the same type of little reminders that that we need because again the the you know our our time here on this mortal coil yeah is short it's right but everything we do for God puts us in a place like Barnabas where years from now, years from now, people in Liberia yeah. might not know our names, That's right. but they'll go, hey, remember when we didn't have a well? That's right. Hey, remember when we didn't have the school? That's right. Hey, remember when? Yeah. You, well, how did this happen? That's right. Well, your brothers and sisters uh, from people. Gateway. That's right. That they gave. That's awesome. You know, we'll we'll meet people who uh, who 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 speak Russian and and Ukrainian. They'll come up to us and say thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be like for what? Right. And it'll be we've heard of your generosity. Yeah. 
you know, and then of course, when we plant churches and, uh, you mentioned some in our pre-worship meeting, I was like, I've never even heard of that city. (laughs) Uh, you know, but, uh, but, but these small towns where our next Timothy is going to be, That's right. you know, uh, it's all by giving, let's make a mark. That's right, bro. It's, you know, and I think Tink said it really well today. Tink Sullivan is one of our elders uh, here. He said, well, he and Lou did a phenomenal job. Tink said, you know, you're going to be, we will be remembered more for what we've given than what we've held on to. Amen. And I think that's the way God intended it to be. So at the end of the day, a lesson on generosity. Though we have an incredibly generous church, I believe there are. But we're not at the point where we don't need to hear a lesson on generosity. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. So I think, by and large, our congregation is 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 awesome in this way. But I think, hey, on Mission Sunday, you got to have a lesson about giving and generosity. Well, it's always going to be the challenge for your average Westerner, and especially we Americans. As Amen. I said today, we have a multi-billion-dollar industry called storage. storage. That's crazy. We store stuff. That's right. So we've got enough stuff in storage in this country, probably, probably to house every Liberian. (laughs) Yeah. House and clothe them and probably with money and food to spare. That's right. Well, I'll I'll never forget, and this is just an aside. I'll never forget uh, uh, Guillermo Adame uh, led the church in San Diego for many years, but he was a missionary in India. Mm. And uh, when they had moved back to the states, and he had been, you know, kind of called to lead San Diego, he was there. He had some of his uh, Indian evangelists come to San Diego, and uh, they came, and they couldn't get past the garage. <laughs> You know, and they kept asking, you know, Guillermo, what is this? And he goes, oh, it's a garage. He goes, what's a garage? Well, you put your car in there. They're like, you have a house for your car? <laughs> and and Guillermo's like, I never thought of it that way, but yes. And, and they're like, well, why don't you put your car in its house? And then Guillermo said, because I have so much stuff. And then the, the brother said, so you had to evict your car out of its house because you have so much stuff? And Guillermo was like, it's hard. It's hard discipling Indian missionaries. you know. And I was like, I've never forgot that story because I was like, man, that is. And then you brought that up today. And I'm like, and not only do we evict the car out of its own house, we then go rent more houses for our stuff just That's incredible right. yeah we uh yeah we we've got a little bit of an issue here so this is <laughs> this is why we as americans this is why we just need to keep giving the missions so amen it's we, just good for the soul it's good for our souls yeah amen, amen. but hey brother thanks for uh you know being a hero great to work with you oh bro thanks for being a part of us amen and, <laughs> and uh what a great time guys please join us next week Uh, We're going to have a a great uh, Sunday service. It might be outside, too. We'll see. All right. Thanks for joining us. Good day, everyone. Good day.